Well, I started teaching in the year 73 and students were very different at that time. They were more disciplined, more well-behaved. Uh, they had less distractions, so they paid attention in class. Today's students are very, very different. I think the value system has changed and with all the uh, media and other distractions, they are finding it a little difficult to concentrate in class. I won't say that of all students, but most students are having a problem. Focus myself to only learn. There are very few students like you, Vedant, who focus, but most of them get distracted very easily. And so it, it becomes even more difficult for the teacher to hold their attention. And also the methodology has changed. From chalk and talk, it's become to the guide at the site. So teachers are more like facilitators today who help children to understand uh, whatever they need to learn. And uh, it has moved definitely. There's a big change in the way of teaching. If you had the choice, what would you change about today's students? Uh, if I had a choice, I would make sure that they're more grounded, that they have better values, that they are more disciplined and respectful and grow up to be uh, good citizens, good human beings more than anything else. Because that is very important. Yes. And dear listeners, if you're a student, please, please focus in class. Like Mrs. Gopta said. Yes. What are the similarities and differences among the different roles you have played in your teaching career? Well, uh, the first 18 years, I was a teacher where I taught uh, classes right from grades 7 to 10. And I taught English. I taught social studies. I even did uh, some math and science for a year. I had uh, different roles to play. But... After I got into administration, it's completely different. As a teacher, I loved my kids and we connected very well. Uh, you will be uh, really delighted to know that my last batch of students whom I taught in 89 are still connected with me. And we have a WhatsApp group where we uh, interact frequently. 
And whenever I go to Mumbai, they come and meet me. They take me out. And I think that is the best thing, a uh, best gift that a teacher can receive. That her students still respect her. Her students still think highly of her. And so whenever I go to Bombay, I come back feeling real, super, super delighted and elated. Yeah. That's very nice. I, I mean, that shows that you've done a very good job teaching them. I know. I enjoyed myself. I think that is what a teacher needs to do is not only have the passion for teaching, but should enjoy teaching, should love her students and help them uh, as best as she can. She needs to be firm with her students, but at the same time, be a friend. My teacher is very good job teaching me at school and I enjoyed a lot. That's good. I'm glad you have good teachers. I have lots of fun in school. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's what you remember. Can you share some of the most memorable moments from your teaching journey so far? One of the most memorable moments was when I had four very, very weak students whom I thought would fail. I used to get after them. I used to really uh, give them a tough time and uh, they hated me for it at that time at that point of time but uh, once they finished their exams uh, one day I was sitting in the staff room and the uh, person uh, who was standing out told me ma'am there they want to come and see you so I said who are these four kids he says, we don't know just they just come and they want to meet you and whom do I see? I see the same four naughty kids who gave me a tough time. And they had all got through the exam. And they came back and said, ma'am, we're very sorry for troubling you so much. But thanks to you, we did well in the exam. So we brought a little gift for you. And I was so, so touched by that gesture because I felt good that, you know, getting a student who uh, scores very high, and getting him to get a distinction is not uh, difficult. But getting a child who is not doing well to do well and getting good marks, I think that is the best achievement for a teacher. So that was one of my wow moments. Uh, and of course, I had a lot of naughty children in my class. And uh, in grade 10, when I was teaching this class, one of the boys had brought a frog to class. And as I was teaching a poem, I was, it was quite a serious poem, I saw this fog jumping and coming towards me. And I, I just looked at the frog and I told uh, these, uh, I said, I think we have a visitor who is not wanted. He's unwanted in our school uh, class. So can somebody see him out? And then four boys uh, got up and uh, put the frog out and I continued teaching. And after the class, they came and said, ma'am, we expected you to shriek and shout and scream at us, but you did nothing of that sort. You continued with your class. We are very, very sorry for playing a prank. I said, never mind. This is the time as a teenager that you need to play pranks. So it doesn't matter as long as no, no harm came out of it. And then, of course, uh, after that, my class was always very attentive and always listened to me. So that, again, was another wow moment. And I could, without uh, scolding them or berating them, I, they, got, they came onto my side and they cooperated. So that was another wow moment as a teacher. 
Congratulations on helping those four students pass. They must be so happy. In touch with me. Yeah, that's very nice. You come from a family of naval officers and have moved from one city to another for many years. Growing up, did you find it hard to make friends and adapt to every new place that you moved to? Really, I think it, I enjoyed the experience. I studied in seven schools wow. all over uh, the country in Jamnagar, Mumbai, Cochin, Donavla, all this. I've studied in various schools and my father used to get transferred every two years. But I think that taught me a very important quality. And that was to make friends easily and to adjust new uh, to new surroundings uh, very, very easily. So I think that was a wonderful life skill. If I would say that it really helped me to grow as a gregarious human being. And I'm thankful for that, even though some of, of course, I didn't, I, I did not make long lasting schoolmate friends, but nevertheless, you sometimes lose something, you sometimes gain something. And here, I think the gain was definitely uh, adaptability and adjusting to any kind of surrounding. When my friends leave school, I get very sad. Were you sad when you left your friends? I was a happy and sad. I was very sad to leave my friends and we kept in touch for some time. But I was at the same time happy that I was going to discover another place and make another set of friends. So it was a mixed feeling. I would, yeah, you are sad at that point of time, but then you get over it when you go to the new place and make new friends. Yeah, when my friend left some time back, we we now have each other's phone numbers and we are in we're in touch. When I uh, studied just for a year in a school down south because my father was transferred to a place where I couldn't go to school. And uh, that was my last year in school. And uh, fortunately, we are still in touch. I passed out in 1967 and it's been uh, 67 and it's 55 years that we are still in touch. That's nice. Are you in touch with all your friends that you've made? Not all. The last two years, friends I made in school and all my college friends. Uh, quite a number of my college friends are still in touch. In fact, uh, we have a group of four girls who we shared a room in college. And uh, I was in the hostel. And we meet, up, we meet up every year. One is in Pune. One is in, uh, I'm in Hyderabad. One is in Bangalore. And one is in Cochin. So... We do yeah. meet. That's nice. I'm in touch with uh, with almost all of my friends. Actually, there were two of my friends that left and I'm still in touch with both of them. Really nice. I think the best thing is friendship because friends are people you choose, right? So yes. you share a wonderful relationship. Yeah, you do. Can you... Can you share a little bit about what you do as a Rotarian? I was, you know, I met your grandmother way back in 1993. And uh, afterwards, I met her uh, 10 years later. And right from that time, she would say that you should become a Rotarian. 
But somehow I was so busy with life and busy with school that I really did not uh, think about it. But uh, again, when I met all of them in 2011, uh, we decided that, yes, we'll join this Rotary Club because it's a wonderful Rotary Club. I joined in 2013 and uh, I was... uh, given the task of looking after the interact clubs of uh, Cantonment, Rotary Club of Cantonment, Sikandrabad. So from 2013 to 15, I looked after the uh, youth. I was in charge of the youth services. Then for a year, I became secretary. Then for another five years, I was in touch with all the interact clubs. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, of course, the uh, last two years, I have stepped down. Last year, I was the director e-learning. This year, I'm the vice president of the club. But still, I love uh, being in Rotary. Uh, one is because we make so many friends, and then we are able to do so many wonderful service projects and help the community. When I grow up, I want to join the Rotary Club too. Yeah, you should. You should. Definitely. Before that, you should become an interactor. The moment you grow, become 12 years old, you oh. can join the Interact Club. I'm it's sure. Uh, what does the Interact Clubs do? Okay. The Interact Club is the uh, child club, I would say, of the Rotary. And uh, interactors are between the age of 12 and 18. You become an interactor. And you have a parent club, that is a Rotary club who becomes your parent club. And with the help of your parent club, you do a lot of programs. Like we have an Interact club in the school where I am now as a working as an educational consultant. It's called the Interact Club of uh, uh, St. Michael's School. And uh, students have programs every month. They do something. They do tree plantation. They do community service. And then they also have speakers who come and talk to them and motivate them to become good leaders. So as you're growing, you uh, acquire all these qualities. So it's nice to have interact clubs in schools. I wish every school had an interact club because uh, it definitely teaches you leadership, friendship, international understanding, and a whole lot of values. I'm in a place where there's Rotary and or if I come back to India, then I'm going to join an interact club. Or even you can start an interact club in your school. Tell your principal, say that, you know, we would love to have an interact club. And then you could ask uh, a Rotarian to come and speak to them. And I'm sure you'll enjoy it. So you start by growing up to become a Rotarian. So interact is the first step. The second step is a Rotaractor. When you're in college, you can be a Rotaractor. And then when you grow up and you start working, you can become a Rotarian. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go down that path. That's so nice to hear. Now, what made you choose to enter the teaching field? What did you want to be as a child? As a child, I wanted to be an architect. And I wanted to do engineering and do architecture. But in, in those days, uh, you know, uh, we girls got married very young. So my mother uh, dissuaded me and therefore I switched and took English literature, not really knowing where I was going. Then I thought uh, my father encouraged me and he said I should sit for the IAS, Indian Administrative Service. Uh, So I worked towards that but got married very young. And once I got married to a naval officer, I felt the best profession for a naval wife is teaching because we get transferred so often and you'll always find a school 
in any place where you can go and teach. And that is how, by mistake or inadvertently, I uh, stepped into the teaching field. But one thing I can tell you is I never regret it. I'm really, really happy that I'm a teacher. And I've been a teacher for 49 years now. Next year is my golden jubilee as a teacher. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, Vedan. I have so many things I want to be. What do you want to be? Well, all the hundred plus things that that the people I've interviewed do. And also I want to do car designing and I want to be a race car driver. I hope you, uh, you know, your dreams are fulfilled and you do what you love because it's very important that you should love what you're doing when you love what you're doing then you really do it well i like cars a lot so you'll achieve your dream all you need to do is uh focus on the goal and it won't be it'll be a cakewalk for you yeah i will focus on that goal I'm really, really uh, delighted to see you grow up into such a wonderful young boy. And I'm sure you're going to uh, be a very successful person when you grow up. Thank you. I will make sure I will be a f- successful person. Parents, your grandparents, they'll all be very proud of you. I want to also be what my dad does, a lawyer. Okay, yes. And you're going to fight cases for whom? Animals. For the animals, yes. Okay. You want to follow your father, father's footsteps. Yeah. My mom was a, my mom was an architect. What are your hobbies? Hobbies are uh, many. I love stitching. I like to listen to music. And uh, as a child, I was very, very fond of sports. Now, of course, I've become old, so I can't play anymore. But I used to love playing badminton and tennis and table tennis. And uh, I love people. I love to interact with people, meet people and exchange ideas. I like to have fun. I like to go on holidays, see new places and meet new people. So I am all the time uh, busy because and I love watching movies and I have so many things that I love to do. And of course, reading. I love to read. Yeah, me too. I love reading. Those are very nice hobbies. Yeah. That's why I never feel uh, lonely because I always have something to do. Yeah, for me, wherever I go, I have something to do. That's important. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you so much. All the best, Vedant. Thank you. And keep going. Keep smiling. And enjoy life. Thank you. I will. And thank you for coming. Thank you, Vedan. Thank you for having me on your show. I feel very special. Thank you. I enjoyed this a lot. Dear listeners, follow my Facebook page, Curious Vedan, to get updates on my upcoming episodes. To listen at leisure on your phone and get notified about future episodes, subscribe by searching for Curious Vedan wherever you get your podcasts such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also listen to my show on CuriousVedant.com. Thank you for listening to Curious Vedant. And don't forget to rate and leave comments.